Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 475 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Ben found with you here. It is September 22nd, 2023. Padres Cardinals happening on later tonight. That's going to be the first of three, the first, the series opener of the final homestand, the final series, I should say, of the regular season for the Padres. Obviously, then after this series, they go on the road to face the Giants. They face the White Sox to end the season. Uh, the Padres, they're like four games back, I think, in the wild card now because the Cubs were able to lose last night. Some things are going the Padres' way. They're on a seven-game winning streak. If they finish out the season 16-0, some things still have to go right for them. So, again, the season's still over, in my opinion. Like, I don't even want to really talk about those playoff scenarios. I just want to point that, like, what the situation is. Like, they're not technically out of it even though I think that they are. Uh, I'm doing this show today because Eric Grutner, he was on 97.3 The Fan this morning with Ben and Woods, uh, and he gave some thoughts on what the future could like could look like for this Padres team, season tickets, the wait list, all that. So I just wanted to give some thoughts. It's not going to be a long show. 
I wasn't really planning on doing this show anyway, but I didn't know that Eric Grubner was going to be talking. So uh, when the president of the Padres speaks and he said some stuff, some notable stuff today, uh, I want to give my thoughts on that to you so you can get, you know, be full up to date. So this is I'm just taking this from 97.3 The Fans Twitter account, X account, whatever you want to call it. I'm not going to play the entire interview because that's I don't want to be totally rude. Uh, go. You can go watch the interview probably up on Ben Woods on their YouTube, or you can go listen to it on their Odyssey app, podcast, whatever they have. Um, but these are just the main bullet points that 97.3 the, put out, uh, 97.3 the Fan put out this morning. Eric Grutner tells Ben Woods that the organization will critically analyze everything from this season, even more thoroughly in years past, once the season ends. My only questioning to that is why... Were you not questioning things? Why were you not diving into things more thoroughly in years past? Just because you had success last year or in 2021, you're, you didn't dive into it as thoroughly as you're going to in this next offseason? Like, you should be diving into every season uh, pretty thoroughly. He then says, payroll changes happen each season. The team's focus will be on putting a team on the field that can win a championship. Groupner acknowledged the roster being too top-heavy and not having enough young and hungry players. Okay, so you're like admitting flaws of the roster, and I like that. I like to hear that. Uh, I would like to hear A.J. Preller definitely admit that, you know, when the season ends, about the flaws that he has had in roster building, the flaws that he had going into this season with the roster, um, some of the moves that he made before the deadline. Why did he make those moves? Those moves were supposed to put the Padres over the top and into the postseason. Like, I don't think they were supposed to, but they were supposed to help. And obviously those moves, I mean, some of them have worked. You know, Barlow, I think he could be a good move because he's under control for next year as well. And Hayter's going to leave. So there's some uncertainty there with the rest of the bullpen. And Barlow, he will be at the back end of that bullpen, you would think, along with Robert Suarez, maybe Tom Cosgrove, Stephen Wilson. We'll see what happens there. There's probably going to be some more additions. Um, but yeah, I want to hear from AJ Preller about his thoughts on being too top-heavy not having enough young and hungry players. And I think that is pretty accurate. Obviously, there were reports, there have been reports about guys off on their own routines and not playing as a team. And it seems like recently they are playing as a team is part of that because there are guys like Edgar Rosario and Matthew Batten that are really hungry players, Luis Camposano, trying to cement themselves and give themselves a good shot at making the roster for next season. Um you know, I think AJ, as I've said in the past, there's been a lot of times where he has went and signed the latest 30-year-old, 31-year-old, whatever, that is coming off of his best season and given him, given him a multi-year contract. I think stepping away from that, now you're probably still going to have to do that because just based on who's a free agent and you're not going to want to make all your moves, all your additions to this team via trade, but it feels like there's a lot of additions that he makes where it's the next 30-plus-year-old multi-year deal just because he had his like peak season last year and you he's not going to replicate that again year after year in this Padres contract right like Matt Carpenter I'm not going to sit here and be hypocritical of myself because there are some people I have seen and heard that do this where they crap on the contract when they liked it when it happened um so that's kind of weird I know opinions change but you got to be fair to AJ Preller because AJ Preller doesn't have the hindsight that we have that these people that have these opinions, right? They have that hindsight. AJ doesn't have that. So I like the contract. Obviously, it hasn't worked out well. Um, but like, 
there was, you know, looking back now, was it the smartest to, and this, this isn't like a, I, I know I said looking back now, but I don't think this is a hindsight thing. Like looking at it then, having Matt Carpenter and Nelson Cruz as big additions, you wanted them to platoon, but you know that Bob Melvin likes to use people on his bench. And you're not going to use those guys on that bench. You're not going to use the other guy that's not DHing because he's not going and playing the field, right? Matt Carpenter, okay, he can play first base, but the outfield thing, that was never realistic. It was just a DH. So that's one guy that you're essentially wasting on your bench. And then you got a lot of these star players that you're not going to pinch hit them. And earlier in the year, you have someone like Austin Nola. You're probably not going to pinch hit him. I know that happened a lot, but that was like late in games. Um, and you probably didn't have a lead so you needed the offense like there was I just think there could be more flexibility with this Padres roster and that's what Eric Grubner is talking about here acknowledging the roster being too top heavy not having enough young and hungry players and I think that lowering the payroll which is what the Padres are expected to do this offseason I don't see that as like necessarily a bad thing I think there's a lot of a lot of like fat on this payroll if that makes sense with Drew Pomerantz and you know, Josh Hader, I don't want to say that's fat because he's a, an amazing talent, but for what the Padres would be paying Josh Hader, he's he had to be used more to actually get the most out of Josh Hader, and that was not the case, I don't think, this season. Um, there, there's there's guys that you can point to here where there, there's money coming off of the books. You know, the, the Drew Pomerantz deal, I talked about that, I think, on the last show or a couple of shows ago, where... He pitched well when he, was, when he was on the field, but he just wasn't on the field enough. And so that money, maybe they don't go spend that money, but that's just less payroll, but it's okay because that guy wasn't even on the field. So I don't think we should view you know, the payroll going down as, that, as like this horrible thing. I think we should expect that. Now, if the payroll goes below $200 million, okay, then we can have an issue because this team still needs to spend money. But you know, making smarter moves, not... Because obviously money doesn't guarantee championships. Money brings you probably in some star talent, but you got to make the right decisions on the talent that you bring in. And this Padres team has to do a better job of doing that. Uh, Eric Gerbner tells Ben and Woods here that in terms of 2024 payroll, the Padres will, will put a team on the field that they believe can win a World Series next year and in the coming years. Gerbner added that there will not be a fire sale or tear down. This commitment is annual. And what I would say to that is, well, yeah, no S, you're not going to have a fire sale or a teardown because even if Peter Seiler doesn't believe in windows, I mean, Juan Soto's under contract only for one more year. You better be trying. And also with the fire sale or teardown, you can't really have a fire sale or a teardown, can you? Because Manny Machado is here. Xander Bogarts is here. Tatis is here. These, you know, Musgrove is here. Darvish is here. There's a lot of guys that are here long-term. Cronenworth is here. I mean, maybe they could trade that contract, but... I don't see a lot of teams, you know, giving you a great return for that contract, probably like these guys are here. So even if you get rid of some of these other players that aren't locked down and you label that a fire sale, it's not like a true teardown or true fire sale because these superstar players are still going to be here regardless. So you, I don't expect them to do that because they should be trying to win next year, especially after the, the dumpster fire of 2023. But also it's because they kind of can't even do that. Eric Grutner also says here, when teams don't meet expectations, people will ask what went wrong, leading to articles probing that question. Grutner adds that the articles weren't unfair or wrong, and they need to figure out what went, 
what went wrong and make changes. Obviously, Eric Grutner, he's referring to, I would imagine, the Ken Rosenthal-Dennis Lynn piece about the front office, Bomel, Preller, the relationship, all that. Uh, probably Kevin Acey, some of the stuff that he has wrote, the Manny Machado piece. I, I assume that's what he is referring to here. Um, and yeah, he's admitting that the articles weren't unfair. They weren't wrong. So my question, and I put this on Twitter, like, so changes are going to be made, right? Because you're telling me that, okay, these reports weren't wrong. And in those reports detailed some of the dysfunction in this Padres team, some of the players not really on the same page, it seems like, as what the front office is doing, how AJ Preller operates, wanting some of these people to maybe not be with the players, you know, some people think that there's a, essentially a spy for the front office in there. Uh, the Bob Melvin, AJ Preller relationship, unfixable, according to one player. So changes are going to be made, right? I mean, I hope so, because, again, Eric Gruppner, the president of the team, who is obviously much closer to the situation than we are, than fans are, than even reporters are, adds that the articles weren't unfair or wrong. He did say, like, be careful, essentially, like, be careful putting too much judgment into, you know, the anonymous quotes from people that have left the organization and all that, which I understand. But it's not like the these guys, I think these guys would tell the truth to these reporters because they have nothing to lose. They're, they're not working for the organization. It's not like the organization's going to go to these people and be like, you're fired because you talked to Ken Rosenthal and Dennis Lynn. They're not with the organization anymore, you know, and Maybe they don't have jobs and maybe they're just butthurt that they're not in the organization anymore. I mean, I guess that's the case as well. But again, 2021, this same stuff came out about AJ Preller and some stuff that was happening in the Padres organization and no changes have been made. Guess what part of the no change is? AJ Preller continuing to be with this organization. So I hope changes are made. Like Gruppner here, I give credit to him going on the radio with Ben and Woods, uh, acknowledging the disappointment of the season and how uh, they got to figure out what went wrong and make changes. But what are those changes going to be? Is it things that the fans don't really know about? Or is it going to be actual like significant changes? I think a lot of fans hope that it's the, the second thing that I said there, significant changes. Uh, Eric Grutmer tells Ben and Woods here, the Padres have a strong and positive culture as an organization. And I think this was a question, uh, I think it was Ben, it was either obviously Ben or Woodsy, I think it was Ben, who asked Eric Grutner, like, what would you say is the Padres' culture? Like, and so Eric Grutner saying strong and positive culture. What does that mean? You know, I, I, was, I guess I was hoping for a better response there. Grutner said, inevitably, certain pockets of an organization's culture won't be aligned and need to be improved, which will be assessed in the offseason. I think that assessment should already be starting uh, because other teams are going to, our other teams probably have already started that assessment that aren't making the postseason. And come on, we know this team's not making the postseason. So I hope those assessments have already started and these conversations can happen really early on here. You're not making the postseason, so you have October. Make these assessments. Have these conversations. I think Eric Grutmer at one point in this interview talked about tough conversations that might need to be had. So have those conversations. You know, like, they need to be ready to go right at the start of this offseason when the World Series ends. You know, no doubt about that. So, I mean, my main takeaways here from Eric Grubner talking, like, okay, you're saying that some changes need to be made. Um, you know, there's going to be assessment of the organization. 
season as for the 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 season ticket stuff i guess there's thousands of people still waiting on the wait list i still will remain with this viewpoint i did not like the letter that was written to padres members after the padres got whooped by the dodgers and saying that yeah prices are going to be increasing and pretty much saying like hey there's going to be a bunch of people in line that are just going to go take your tickets you better renew that's kind of like the tone i was getting from that letter didn't really like that uh but he says that there's a bunch of people still on the wait list um and there's a very high renewal wait renewal rate say that five times fast um so i guess that's good for the padres business um that there's still going to be it seems like a, a high attendance to start next year and there probably should be to be honest because there's going to be high expectations going into next season. I think I discussed this yesterday. The expectations are not going to vanish and disappear just because the Padres had, had a down season, right? They should not disappear. They should not lower that much. Maybe you lower it to from like winning the World Series to deep run NLCS, but they should not lower to, eh, let's just, I'll be fine if they make the postseason in 2024. That's not what it should be because in my opinion, that's letting this team off of the hook. Just saying, no, it's okay. We'll settle for a postseason spot. No, this team is going to be very talented. Right? They might lose Blake Snell. They might lose Josh Hader. It seems like they will. But there's still going to be a lot of talent on this team. And they're going to bring in some pieces in the offseason. Do we know what pieces those are? No, obviously. But they're still, I think, a pretty strong core. Guys that have proven that they can do this at the big league level guys that have won the World Series multiple times, that have been clutch in those situations. And I hope that the one-run stuff, the extra inning stuff, won't be as bad. I hope that they will win four games in a row in April or in May. It won't take till mid-September when they're already out of it to go on this long seven-game winning streak, right? They're still going to have a strong team. So expectations should still be high. I think the attendance is still going to be really good next season. Now, if they get off to a slow start or it's like this season again next year, then the attendance probably should dip because we got to send a message as fans. Now, season ticket holders, like, we're still going to show up because, I mean, we're season ticket holders, but, and some fans, like, they're diehard fans, they're still going to show up, giveaways and all that. But the attendance should drop if this continues next season. It should because we need to send a message to the Padres that we're not going to deal with this. Sure, we'll probably go just watch the game at home, but we're not going to show up to Petco Park and give you our hard-earned money if we're not getting back what we expected for now two years in a row. That's me obviously saying if this happens in 2024 as well, right? And so I like, again, I like the accountability from Eric Grubner here, you know, uh, the culture admitting that, yeah, things, you know, won't be aligned all the time if things aren't going well. Things will be assessed in the offseason, I like that he admitted that, yeah, the things in those articles, the Dennis Lynn, Ken Rosenthal article was brought up by Woodsy. Um, the articles weren't unfair or wrong. They need to figure out what went wrong and make changes. But again, my takeaway from that is, okay, if you're saying that they weren't unfair, they weren't wrong, you're admitting to some of the things that A.J. Preller is doing and some of the problems that he is having here in this Potters organization. And you're admitting that, okay, some players probably don't like this very much. And you're admitting, if you're saying that these things weren't wrong, I think that partly he's admitting that there's a problem with Bob Melvin and A.J. Preller. So what changes are going to be made there? You're going to have just Bob Melvin be the scapegoat here. You're going to let A.J. Preller do that. 
I know Eric Gruppner's not part of baseball operations, and, and that's not his job, but he is the president of the team. So, and he's obviously been around baseball for a long time. So I think that he's allowed to have an opinion. You're just going to, you're saying here that changes need to be made. You need to figure out what went wrong. Articles weren't unfair, weren't wrong. All right, then what changes are going to be made? You're going to allow it to be Bob Melvin, or you're not going to make any changes, this Padres front office, this organization. Is Eric Gruppner going to have a talk with Peter Seidler, not with A.J. Preller in the room, and give his honest opinion? Like, I think A.J. needs to go, or I think da-da-da, this needs to happen. Like, these conversations, these tough conversations need to be made. So I'm obviously very interested in seeing what moves are made, what changes are made. Is it actual significant changes, or is it kind of like the eyewash changes or just words coming out of A.J. Preller's mouth? Like, yeah, we'll make changes. Sure, we'll make changes. But then maybe we see, you know, later in the offseason that, well, what changes were really made that we can actually like see and that, you know, are actually like publicly announced and we can measure them. Maybe we can't measure them until the end of next season. But I'm sorry, I, I just want to see changes. And I think AJ Preller had his, he's had plenty of time here to consistently make the postseason and it hasn't happened. And the 2021 story came out on him. 2023 story came out on him. And Eric Gruppner also admitted in this uh, in this interview with Ben and Woods this morning that sometimes winning can mask things and mask the issues. Okay, so you're admitting there that maybe 2022 masked some things and there were some issues there that we didn't really resolve because, oh, everything's fine. We won last year. We made the deep postseason run, made it to the NLCS. It's okay. All right, well, guess what? That's not happening this year. There's no masking of anything. So the changes, the tough conversations need to be made. And I, I hope some changes is made, not just with like front office and some direction, but, you know, roster construction. If AJ Perler continues to be here, which I think he will, that's what all signs point to changing some, some, how some things are done with the roster construction trying to be more on the same page with Bob Melvin. Let's try that. If Bob Melvin is still the manager in 2024, it feels like he won't be, but I sure hope he is because I don't think he deserves to be the scapegoat. I don't deserve, I don't think he deserves to get fired because of this. Um, you know, there, there's no big report coming out about Bob Melvin and how bad he is. No, it's about people in the clubhouse. It's about AJ Preller, the front office, stuff like that. More organizational stuff than Bob Melvin being bad, you know? Um, young and hungry players, obviously. I'm going back to that. The depth of the roster, like they got to change that a little bit. Um, and so, again, like I said earlier, the lowering of the payroll, I, I get it. The increase of season ticket prices, lowering of the payroll doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? Like I don't, I get fans will be frustrated with that. But the Oakland A's, I think this year, raised season ticket prices. Like that's just what happens. And there's obviously a demand, there's a wait list for Padres season tickets. So, that's just what businesses do. Demand, right? They're going to keep raising the prices until they realize, oh, we can't keep raising the prices because we're having a lowered rate of season ticket renews. People aren't still on the wait list. Less people want to have these season tickets. All right, we got to lower the prices and get it back to a level where fans will be willing to pay. But fans, it seems like they continue to be willing to pay. So the Padres are going to continue to keep raising those prices. Remember, there's the TV deal. Bennett Woods didn't ask about the TV deal, so hopefully that can be something that's asked of Eric Gruppner here in the future, maybe when the season ends. What's going to happen there, the future there? 
lot of questions for this Padres team. No doubt about that. So if you listen to the Eric Brutner interview or watch it on Ben and Woods and their, their YouTube or listen to it on 97.3 The Fan, feel free to give your comments here on YouTube, podcast platforms. You can give your comments uh, at social media, on uh, at Talking Friars, Twitter, Instagram, or you can go to the YouTube, subscribe to this YouTube channel, Consistent Padres Content, uh, and give your thoughts here as well. All right, that's going to do it. Talking Friars episode 475. Yes, it was a quick one. Usually I go longer than this, but it was kind of an unplanned show. Just want to give my thoughts on what Eric Grubner said here real quick. Uh, hopefully everyone has a great Friday, great rest of your weekend, and I'll be back probably on Sunday after the Padres Cardinals series finale for the next live show. This episode brought to you by Gaglione Bros Famous Cheese Steaks and Garlic Fries. They're at Petco Park at Snapdragon Stadium and their main location on Friars Road, the best cheesesteaks in San Diego. Check them out there. You can get the website in the link in the description. SeatGeek code Talking Friars, $20 off your order. If you use that code, Underdog Fantasy, 100% deposit match up to $100. Use code Talking Friars. You can click the link in the description for that. Uh, I got my pregame picks coming back later today. BreakingT.com, click the link in the description for some great San Diego sports swag. Padres, Aztecs, Aztecs play tonight against Boise State. San Diego Wave, they're back in action on September 30th on the road at Portland. Their next home match, the last home match of the regular season, coming up October 15th against Racing Louisville. And then FOCO, check out FOCO, click the link in the description for that. Some great Padres bobbleheads, collectibles, uh, great stuff there. So that'll do it, and I'll talk to you all later. See ya.